The following podcast contains strong language and might not be suitable for all of Henry VIII's wives. Arr? Okay. Yep. There's a little book right there and it inspired me. <laughs> Paper doll. Oh, damn, she's yeah. a looker. Paper doll. Ooh. Yeah. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Thank the you. fairest of them all. That girl. Welcome back to the Better Left Podcast. After our Thanksgiving break, my name is Sarah Smith. I'm a former congressional candidate here in Washington State, and I am joined by Corn. Hey, sorry. <laughs> you want to do that again? Uh, just Troy messaged me, and so I got distracted. Hey, <laughs> and then the man himself who just distracted. Can't her. believe Go. she's ratting me out. Howdy. Yeah, and then Adam. Shalom. And we got Jay producing again on studio, and what that usually means is he's reading articles about cars on his cell phone that I sent him and farting, <laughs> and then sending us really, really weird Slack messages. Yeah, it's none of them make sense or have anything to do with what's going on here. It's um, fine. <laughs> I mean, half the stuff I we never say doesn't tell. After we're done. <laughs> Half the stuff we say doesn't have anything to do with what we're saying. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so for those of for those of you who are, this is your inaugural episode. If you've never listened until right now, Ooh, we welcome. are a uh, Seattle-based podcast. And we um, hang out. We talk about local politics. We talk about things that have nothing to do with politics. We talk about political candidates. And we try to take all this stuff and tell people why politics is part of it. We got we talked about like the Jaclyn Hill makeup stuff. Um, yeah. We talked about how, how housing matters. And that's usually a pretty good one um but we've talked about like a bunch of weird stuff and how it connects to politics and like and we're about, super weird too we're about to we've talk talked, about how the holidays and just being mentally prepared for them are, right. are we've talked important we've talked about what it's like when jesus comes back to life in yeah. seattle yes yeah. that's true we did yeah. mm-hmm. we've talked about uh religion how religion shapes people's cl- political views how being in it and being out of it change everything um we are a pretty dynamic podcast we just we want to make people understand how everything is connected and i know i said we're seattle based but we always 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 make a point to explain why even though we're Seattle based if you are in Idaho if you are in Maine if you're in Florida wherever you are in the United States Greece. this is all a microcosm Greece isn't in the of United what's States. happening in right. your political world um, I do want to say one very important thing it's very very important this is Corn's last episode hey. no. not like now, last forever now. she's being yeah. corn napped to the great, to her home mother state of Iowa. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're being called. Mm-hmm. Back to She's the being called back to the mother state for um, mother to work state. for Bernard Sanders' Bernard, presidential campaign. Big Bernard. Daddy Bernie. Corn Big. goes to Iowa, which is grossly different than it normally is. Normally, the corn comes from Iowa, and this time, corn's going to It's getting to imported. Iowa. It's yep. getting imported. Lo- We're exporting some corn. <laughs> they're, they're looking for that, for that Northwest kernel of knowledge. So mm. it, it shows you how close... Uh, as people we are to the things that are going on in the world that you got recruited to go work for Bernard. It's super nuts. Um, I'm really excited. It's still not real. I'm sure once I get in the car and start driving for three days, I'll feel it. But uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. (laughs) Like I've never lived outside of Washington state. Like, I've never gotten to be paid for my political work. Like also, it's something ooh, I'm just passionate about. Like, yeah. yeah, and like I'm working for Big Daddy Bernie. Like, yeah, wow. baby. I hey. mean, and that's why. I mean, at least for me, I know for you, like he's one of the biggest reasons you ran for office. Like, so many of us are involved because of Bernie, and so yeah. to be able to like the past few years work on local candidates, work on whole Washington, I-1433, like different local issues, and now to be able to go back and help my my burn man, I'm excited. To kind excited. of be inspired. Yeah. Where I'll start, hey, real quick, bets on whether or not we can get her to cry. 
before the end of the episode. No, I don't want to make corn <laughs> cry. I'm not because we'll be That's mean. Me. I was crying a bunch yesterday at work, I but bet. like, oh. uh, and like, not because I'm going to miss my job, but it's one of those things where it's like, I'm never going to be in this building again. I'm not going to see these people again. Yeah. It's sad. You guys, like, I know I'm going to see you again soon. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. sad. Oh, we'll be here. Yeah. We'll call you in yeah. and everything. Yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. You'll be yeah. in. It's and fine. then I believe Adam is under strict orders to give a shout out. I am, oh. in fact, under strict orders to give shout outs to a couple of my students. Uh, we'll get a little bit more into the whole like surviving surviving the holidays thing in a little bit. But uh, throwing back about a month and a half, this this student, I was talking to her today and um, she ex- explicitly asked me to tell a story that happened uh, right after Halloween or right before Halloween. Um, Spooky. Yeah. Halloween. She uh she came to me and she was telling me about how she was gonna go uh, trick or treating and how she was gonna eat all of this candy. This is and and this like lovely high school freshman looks up at me with these really sweet eyes and she says, "Mr. Engel, can you get diabetes in one day?" <laughs> Did you say yes? <laughs> can, you, can you though? No, you cannot. <laughs> Good to know. We've learned a thing today, everybody. But I did tell her. I said, I said, I'll text my godfather. He's a diabetes doctor. He will confirm. <laughs> and he Good texted job. me back. Says, he is a diabetes doctor. Uh huh. Huh? He's That's an immunologist. Awesome. He's a type thought, 1 diabetes specialist. I thought it was wow. pronounced diabetes doctor. Diabetes. Thank you. Very much. Thank you. Yeah. Diabetes. <laughs> so the way. Our podcast works is we break it down into a couple sections and we uh, get some stuff done. We talk about some stuff. We talk about some news. We talk about some things that made us go, what the shit? What the shit? Mm-hmm. What a shit? And that's the name of this segment because what the shit? What? There's a lot of shit. There's yeah. so much shit. But I feel like we had to pick two today and yeah, this is going to be an extended segment. We're going to do this in a discussion. Normally do we do a big news breakdown, but I feel like our what the shit is going to break down big news. It's like a big shit it's breakdown. It's like yeah. a, it's big a big shit breakdown. breakdown. Yeah. It's good. I mean, what the talk- big shit breakdown? We're talking about a big shit first. Yeah. Beep, 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 the biggest shit in the entire world. George Zimmerman. Oh, George is suing Trayvon Martin's family. And uh, why is that, Corn? Why is he um, suing Trayvon so Martin's family? Uh, because he's trash. I don't know. Yes. No. Um. That's so next. Yeah. Florida <laughs> well, yeah, man sues Trayvon's family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no. Exactly. So according to Docs, uh, Zimmerman claims that the family and prosecutors lied about the true identity of a woman that Trayvon was talking to on the phone during the time of the shooting. And I'm like, okay, why does it matter? Why does that matter? That doesn't change the fact that you killed him. He's just uh, a garbage person. And like, it's just like, dude, you already got off free for murdering someone and now you're going to continue to terrorize this child's family. Right wing prop. And He's and a prop. After, after he sold his story for, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars he sold the fucking gun that he yes. used he's a he's Ew. a big shithead like what the what the what, shit what the shit what the fuck is wrong with this guy we also swear this podcast oh, what yeah. the sh- what the fuck is wrong with this person like what goes through your head i shot and killed your son he is dead because of me and i'm going to sue you because you're lying about the identity of a woman on the phone who gives a shit their son is still dead because of you go away and is he presuming to do this because he feels as though he has been defamed his character has yes. been maligned yeah, he would have been the same asshole whether or right. not he did this Yes. Yeah. No. And so, yeah, he's suing for defamation and for conspiracy as like 
as if they started a conspiracy against him. Like, no, you killed their child. Yeah, he conspired to shoot their yes. unarmed son who had Skittles in his pocket. Like, fuck off, dude. I will throw my hoodie hood up all the time. Like, solidarity. Absolutely. With him 100%. With and Martin, like, uh, are you sharing more details about this particular story? Because there is a. a there is a good bright spot. There's an addendum. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's the hear it. bright spot is Trayvon Martin's mom. Who, being the badass powerhouse woman of color she is, is Baller. running for Miami-Dade County Commissioner. One Yay! of 13 spots. Baller. Because she is not going to let more children die under the watch of Florida and let their let their killers go free. And yes. this is Flo- exactly... Florida man. Florida, this, man. Florida man will this not get away with exactly the This is exactly the kind of leadership we need people who can come from their lived experience and yep. stand up and say no I know I yes. understand mm-hmm. I can't wait I've watched some of her stuff online mm-hmm. um a huge fan um and, and the kind of strength that it requires to to lean into that tragedy and build a life of leadership and uh, um, a life of of education and a life of you know uh, so she's untouchable by this garbage human uh, George Zimmerman but you know they will keep trying in the immortal words of our uh, of our pop icon Taylor Swift hmm. society is just gonna shake you off George Zimmerman because you are fucking nothing <laughs> yeah. he's nothing he's less than nothing he's a little bug that you catch in that little bug catcher that keeps being advertised on BuzzFeed that's George Zimmerman well, trapped I have not I'm seen that shoot him outside I think yeah. we should we should actually take um take uh inspiration from yet another one of Queen Swizzle's uh wonderful songs what did you just call her T-Swiz. Queen, Queen Swizzle mm-hmm. Queen yeah. Swizzle that's Queen a... Swizzle um, and we, we should just uh, collectively uh, we should forget that he existed yep and we thought that it would kill us but it didn't yep. it was so nice yeah I just want to say and can't you just not don't need him yeah can you just not can you just yeah. not can you just not George Zimmerman no but you, you need to calm down any yeah. way that we can support his mom and her run like if you can donate if you're in yes. Florida and can do the thing like just tell it. people that she's yeah. running I didn't know about this no. yeah and listen like if you are as fucking outraged as we are about everything that happened with Trayvon Martin's case and and George Zimmerman getting off technically getting off legally scot-free um if you're pissed about that whatever you would have donated to make sure that he got rightfully convicted donate that to trayvon's mother sabrina fulton uh s-y-b-r-i-n-a fulton f-u-l-t-o-n and um we can tweet out the information we're gonna we're definitely gonna tweet out the information um but i'm gonna as much as i possibly can lean in and have you know our friends people who are running for office people who are in office you know, ask them to to support her as well, which they will be probably doing before I have a chance to do so. But when I learned about that, it was just a wonderful thing, and I'm looking forward to supporting her. Yes, financially and so yeah. what, George George Zimmerman wants to sue them for a hundred million dollars. Let's see if we can raise raise a hundred a hundred thousand for Sabrina Fulton. Yes, nice. yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's that. that he wants that's to take what we're He wants to try it. and come at her for a hundred million. Let's help her raise a hundred thousand, y'all. Yep, we yep. got this. Yes, but you know, there's there's awesome candidates like her, but then we've also got uh, some trash candidates. Ooh, 
as always. Part two of our oh, what the shit heads. What the shit heads? What the shit is going yeah. on? So I feel like can every, I guess we're talking about. No. I feel like <laughs> every time we talk about the current slate of presidential candidates, it feels increasingly like describing a fever dream. Yes. <laughs> no. No. It really feels like a weird nightmare. I keep asking mm. myself, like, is this really where the simulation is going? Really? Like, I keep yeah. thinking I'm. Okay. Look, I'm like, oh, this is a hilarious photoshopped photograph of Joe Biden licking his wife's fingers, and it's like, no, it's, it's real. real life. <laughs> someone showed me the picture. I was like, what are you doing? I thought it was a joke. Me I literally too. thought someone made it to mess with me. Yeah, it <laughs> seems like it seems like we've gone in terms of presidential campaigns from joke Trump down to this is the darkest timeline yeah. current president up to joke again. Uh, and now we're like, whatever. When does a joke become funny again? I have no idea. We're finding question. out. It is weird, right? The, isn't weird. it weird? What to lick your to lick your, to to lick your girls' fingers? Yeah, that. I mean, like, yes. uh, I mean, I'm not one to kink shame, but yeah, in that setting, it I thought it was a little there's, inappropriate. There are, there's a place and a time. Yes, and it's so not on stage. For licking, of, in, the, in it, the middle of his taking it from the micro to the macro, like. Uh, does he lick more than fingers? No, I have no clue. He tries to um, and I now hug women. Now I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it. Um, but my question is, it's fucked up, right? This is weird. It's fu- it's weird. Okay, thank it's you. not just, just. I joking. sometimes wake up and I'm like, is it just me? Yeah. Am I just like, do I not understand politics anymore? Am I just so removed? And I'm like, no, it's fucking weird. That's one of the you, things you I hate corn for. Like there are moments where I look at her and I'll be like, huh? And she'll be like, yeah, yep. you saw that. Yep, you heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sarah, you just ran the wrong way. You should have licked more fingers. I. That's mm. honestly what I should have done is inappropriately hugged more people. Apparently, that's what Joe Biden thinks the winning strategy it's, is. Yeah. It's no Such longer about kissing ghoul. babies. Now it's about licking babies. Yes. Oh, oh. come here, strangers, baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, giving me a tongue ache. But that's the worst thing is like him licking his wife's finger isn't even the worst thing he's done. It's no. right. It's just it's a, an amuse bouche. Yes, it is. And that is like the gateway drug. So <laughs> Joe Biden. So one of the things he did today, because literally every day there's something new. But so today, um, it was a uh, he was getting spicy in Iowa. Um, so he did a a the corn's not there. I know. I'm I'm going down to regulate. Don't worry. Yeah, you go down there. You pick him up, throw him like yeah. an old. Javelin. No, but seriously. Sanders' if I, campaign will now be corn powered. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But uh, no, so he was doing a town hall today, and um, a guy had a, had a question for him about the Hunter Biden sitch, which, like, guess what? Whether or not you think that's a fair question or not, like, you're fucking running for president, so get over it. And like, you could tell by the way the guy was asking too. He was challenging him. Yeah, but he was doing it like. You don't want to be rude do. and cruel, but you also want to know. He wasn't, exactly. Yeah, he wasn't no. being crass, but he was asking the question that's, oh, it's in the news. No, and and that's the thing. He's like, look, like people are talking about it on the news. And Biden straight up like verbally attacked him. He's like, you're lying. No one has ever talked about that. That's yeah. not a thing. You're fat and Literally lazy. Literally gaslighting him. And then, yeah, basically was like, well, I could challenge you to push ups and I'll bet you I could get more. And I'm like, is this real life? And he's like, that's why I'm not sedentary. I go out and do things. Like he's telling this guy who is yeah. just like. You and know. so Biden's campaign is claiming that he said something about facts, F A C T S, but everyone else thinks that he called him fat, especially because he talked about like the the push up. Yeah, why situation. else would you like, challenge someone to push? He I only said do the that word. You're sedentary. Stress. Yeah, he was saying he. 
regardless, the way that he crafted his little fit, it sounded like he said fat, so he did. Like it, that's that's mm-hmm. the perception. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I get it. He's running for president. He's like, I didn't say that. Listen, it doesn't matter at this point. Perception is reality, yeah. Joe Biden. You have to operate inside of people's perception. And he's of it. been in this business for a long yeah. time. This he's is not losing new. It. And suddenly he's like, oh no, it's not what I said. Oh, it's, boy, is this your first rodeo? It's it just it sounds <laughs> it sounds more and more like the like the Trump campaign of 2016 like uh the the bigly fiasco or a scandal all of the random shit that he said that we then that we then blew off and we're like oh 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 it's just Donald Trump now it's like calling somebody fat oh it's just Joe and that's that's the thing is like I think about like okay let's say that Biden did get the nomination like if he gets this pissed off and like riled up about a voter who's talking to him about his son like imagine how he's going to react on the debate stage with donald trump like he's not going to be able to handle himself no yeah. and to reiterate for people who don't know the question the guy asked is how did your son with literally no experience come into such a high-powered position with a ukrainian resources company that i'm sorry uh, this is as much as like as it's unfortunate that hunter what happened to him happened but it's still a valid question. It doesn't invalidate the ask. And guess what? Even even if you think it's an invalid question, like you need to fucking get your shit together and know how to answer a question in a not shitty way. Like it huh. is a valid question of a current thing, a current event. This is a person that we are vetting for the highest office in the land. They are going to be negotiating and dealing with high pressure situations. If he can't handle an old man without screaming you're a fat sedentary jerk then we got trouble and joe biden is one of those guys that's saying public discourse has disappeared we need decorum blah 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 and then he turns around and and yells at people yep. for asking valid mm. questions oh, and yeah. challenges them to push-ups fuck you the democrats are not actually here to give a shit about your public decorum discourse stuff is bullshit. it's all bullshit but here's his problem and like we see this with joe biden we see this with a lot of white male candidates honestly is that they aren't willing to listen to feedback from their staff or from people around them Mm. that's why so one of the um his uh consultants or i think it was like an advisor or something like that she was on his uh latina team like to consult on that sort of stuff and so after his blow up on that guy who was um an immigration rights uh organizer she left the campaign. Good. Because yeah. he's wow. not Good. he's not listening to their feedback. And it's right. like he literally has the mentality of like, I know best. I know what I'm doing. And there's so many white men that run for office that think that they can come and save us and that they know best. And it's like, no, I'm not saying that an old white man can't run for office, but you have to listen to the people around you because you have those blind spots like. Yes. Ugh. And right. listen, like I got to level with you. It drives me fucking crazy. Um, straight white male candidates suffer the worst from this where they think because they've read enough or they've listened to enough podcasts that they suddenly have a miraculous understanding of issues for women or people of color or women of color or indigenous women. Like these are, you can't, you will never know enough and you need to, what you need to learn is not more about these communities, not just more about these communities. What you need to learn is how to shut the fuck up and listen to them when they tell you what they need. Hold the space for the people that are the experts on the subject and shut the fuck up. I agree 100%. I'm getting all spicy, but also this happened with um, Yang as well. Did you see that? When he was working that 
can of whipped cream, oh, working it, working it, working it, spraying it into that guy's mouth. Oh, God. And then the other guy came up. Did you oh, see the God. campaign the manager campaign behind manager's him? Face. That's he my literally, that was my face. Oh, he would literally. I wasn't even there. Yeah, me too. I mine too. He had oh, like a God. like a rage stroke. You saw a little blood coming out of his nose. I when felt I physical pun- pain for oh, him. I did too. Yeah. I'm just like, I haven't oh, even boy. seen it, but I'm about to go watch it. <laughs> oh, oh do. I was like, boo, you can come here. I will give you a hug. When did when did Yang start looking like a kind of like a marionette? Like he's sort of, he's like, you ever not look like, like a, a marionette? Well, he just kind of moved around like a Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, he no, just, he's got a vibe. For yeah, sure. He, I don't yeah. really know what <laughs> like I think about. I, I think people get too, and I, I'm probably going to take heat from the progressive community. I love you, progressives. This um, is amazing. Oh my God, oh, this yeah. is so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's insane. I'm like, so glad you I'm, were able I'm gonna to see get, that. I'm, oh my God. I'm going to get the Associated Press. I'm going to get heat for this, but like, I think people get. People got to the progressive community. We have, we have, there's different layers of progressive, just like there's different layers of everything. And there's a, a particular community that's really wrapped up in the concept of UBI. Yeah. And I get it. I do. I get the theory. And I know finally you had a candidate who's talking about it. And it's crystal clear. It's just a thing. It is. They, just, they want it sprayed in their mouths. They you want, know? They just want <laughs> their UBI Give it to me, Daddy. Give mouth. it to me, Jiminy. But like, here's the thing. <laughs> like, UBI, I, I get the concept of it. I'm I'm not a dumb woman. I'm very smart. I understand it. UBI but is universal is, basic income. Yeah, mm-hmm. it means universal basic income. And it is, listen, it is either all of these amazing public programs that we're looking for, like tuition-free college, um, Medicare for all uh, paid for roads or you get a thousand dollars a month thanks next i'd rather have all the programs yeah but talk to me about the programs and a thousand bucks yeah no strings attached and you know that's yang's shortcoming is it's either or with yang it shouldn't be it shouldn't be either or i've been a huge proponent of universal basic income for years and i don't think it's about replacing uh social programs i think it's about augmenting and supplementing them um i look at at the different schools where I've taught and the communities in which I've taught and how much better positioned the students would be if a universal basic income was in place. Because SNAP does not provide for good life. SNAP provides a bare minimum. SNAP provides enough for, you know, for a family to have some sort of food on the table, but so often it ends up being not not nutritionally We're valid. laughing during that and that I'm is really inappropriate sorry. but it's her it's fault fine. and here's why because more yang that so oh you, my you God. gotta see oh this. No. We're taking I didn't a look mean to see this. I didn't either when I saw it I was like wait I don't know. Oh, no. No I was just scrolling through the comments. But I, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely one Universal sorry. basic whipped cream. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And there's been studies that Universal show Universal basic in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Yang. Incoming in my mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Universal whipped cream in my mouth. Yes. Right. Slang um, some yang crime in the mouth. So I've been a big proponent of for a while because I'm in 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 my job I'm so often in the thick of it um I've seen I've been in schools that have been very wealthy and I've been in schools that have been very high poverty and the um, the way just how far a thousand dollars a month could go to for some of these families oh for, for sure some, for some students that could make or break their academic success because they wouldn't be the ones who have to go and work um work two jobs to support the family to make sure there's food on the table. Right. And what I what I would like is uh, this the concept of universal basic income, UBI works when it's in tandem with social programs. Mm-hmm. But the way that Yang pitches it is it's instead of. And that's where I'm like, I can't get behind that. 
Like, I love that we're having this conversation because get what? Get guess what? In two thousand and eight, we would not have been able to sit around and have this conversation on a podcast yeah. to be considered oh. yeah, anything sure. other than communist. So, uh, you know, Stephen Yang, thank you so much you for for Yang? giving it is, but we call Matthew him Stephen. We call him podcast. We call him yeah. Stephen <laughs> Daniel yeah. Yang. Well, we know Everyone his true was, name. There were too many Democrats on the stage early on, and so it's I just really kept there were so many. Stephen. It's their Alejandro fault. Yang. It is. They were all. I, here's the thing. We believed Marcus it. Yang. We just knew. We just were like, yeah. Everyone was like, yeah. And then at some point, we're like, is it? Andrew. It was my confidence. That's mm-hmm. I just sell it with confidence. You do. You, yeah. you know what? You sell it like, like a mediocre, uh, middle-aged white man on Twitter mm-hmm. DMing women on Twitter yes. DMing women, sending them a I picture. To, I want to live my of life his, of their. That's the level of that's the level of confidence I want to walk We've got through this, the world. Cool. The sequel to Pierre Delecto over here. You could call her Pierre Delecto. Mm. Hey. That's so funny. Yeah. I don't know what it means. though. No, but uh, I think I think. <laughs> Oh, it was <laughs> Mitt, Mitt Romney's <laughs> alter ego on Twitter. That is um, fun. No, I, I just keep watching him putting the cream in people's and then, mouths and, and watching <laughs> that poor campaign manager behind him just oh, say, that, no, he, can, "He can I, see the memes like me. coming." He's yeah. like, "It's coming." And so, it's all <laughs> marionetting off into somebody's mouth. Um, no, but I I think the the good way to bring this into the whipped cream and the UBI of it all is like. I don't just want the cream. I want those noxious gases too. You know, like oh, g- give me the whole thing, Daddy. Don't just yeah, give me the don't give me the UBI. Give me the public programs too. Give me know? the UBI. Yeah. 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 Give no, me don't give me that. No, we do don't. Want that. We don't need that. We need less. <gasps> so women, take your D-mana supplements. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pee after sex. Um. So there's in addition, <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> um, there's more trash. Oh, um. So no. so just butter judge. Oh, no butter judge. We got butter judge. Yeah. Butter judge. Um, so today in New Hampshire, he talked about uh, the debt and basically was pushing out those Republican talking points. Um, so he said, my party is not known for worrying about the deficit or the debt too much, but it's time for us to start getting into that. Um, oh. You know, a- apparently he thinks that voters are anxious about the debt and su- what? surprise, better Who? judge. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Listen, I'm going to say a wild thing. And- Do it. There's a lot of there's a lot of talk around this idea of the concept of modern monetary theory. There's a piece of it that I just I love. The debt is a it's fucking imaginary. It is. It's imaginary. It is. It is. And the Democrats are like, oh no, we have to raise the debt ceilings. And the Republicans are like, no, don't raise the debt ceilings. The Democrats hate you. And then the roles are reversed. Republicans are like, we have to raise the debt. Ce-. Listen, the debt ceiling does not exist. There is a the, the modern monetary theory uh, or or I think we're calling it public money now. Um, I think it's, it's still MMT. No, we're the calling concept it, is MMT, yeah. but like public but we're money calling is it, like yeah. The, the, you have to the, repackage it for people to pay attention. Wow, yeah, second because time in three minutes, I've been wrong. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm clearly not a white man. <laughs> and you can admit it, so yes, yeah. that's true. Well, no, yeah, yeah. Don't admit it, and then you're you're almost halfway. You there. just dig yeah. in and then yell and make facts and be like, "But I feel this is right." And then that's right, and yeah, and then passionately just you know tweet but, about it. Yeah, yeah. Not, tweet not about many, it. Yeah, not many people know about it, but it's actually called public money now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did you come me. up with that? I, yeah. What can I say? I have yeah. not many people know about it yet. That's Incredible. true. Very cool. But you know who does know about it? <laughs> a lot of smart people. Fadel Kaboob is a friend of ours, and he is a modern monetary theory, public money educator. Uh, he's an economist that consults with folks like um, Bernard. Oh hey, uh, yeah, and AOC. And, oh, I know her. You know, so they, he's, he's in so the nice. mix. He's so nice. I and, went through some drama like in my life this year, and he literally just like reached out. I was like, "Is everything okay?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, F- yeah, Fidel, yeah. Oh, yeah." Fidel was yeah. just like, "He's just like, is everything okay?" I'm like, oh, "I, I only you. just yes. learned 
that his name is pronounced Fadel. Is it Fadel? It's not. I thought it was Fadel. I did too, and he never corrected me. <laughs> oh, what a he's so sweet. He's so sweet. You know what? Who else he's is a friend sweet? of the is His um, uh, compatriot, his educator in arms, I guess, because um, they hug while they teach. Uh, Randy. Oh, yeah. Randy. We love Randy. Do you he know how much amazing. Randy loves? Nearly everyone at this table Except he just me. hasn't met you. Troy looks oh. ra- no. looks pretty randy loves for randy. You. No, because like the past two times he's said something about you guys on Facebook, he said Sarah, Troy, Jay, and that's it. He might have just forgotten to tag you. How could you forget? Randy to- is the nicest. You don't forget man. corn. No, he doesn't <laughs> even he know I exist, apparently. You. He might have tried no, to find you as not. corn. Yeah, but, that's but the really thing is, got confused. He, yeah. he is, confused. He's <laughs> only just recently um Got a cell phone like within oh, the last few him. months. Randy is an incredible person. He's, He's so sweet. Friend of the pod. We love yeah. him. When he uh, he volunteered on Sarah's campaign with us and he was so sweet. Oh, but yeah. he came for a texting event once and um, he didn't know the password to his email. So Me I had. <laughs> no, but he was like, I could call my wife and find out. And I'm like, no, oh. it's okay. Like, you can just use my account. So, yes, maybe he did. And that's why you're good at your job because yeah. you meet people where yeah. they are. No yeah. need to shame. No yeah. need to. You no, know, no the thing shame. Is, no, absolutely. No. And here's the other thing, oh, no. too. Randy's got his brain's filled with other really smart stuff. He has oh. other shit in there that Hells he needs to worry us. about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. He's a but, local uh, dude in Seattle. We really love oh, him. Yeah, He's a yeah. great guy. And his with wife is fantastic. With a national import and an impact. Yes. That guy and he wrangled up. All, he wrangled all the folks who came and taught at the BNC Summit. Ooh. And uh, uh, Fadel was there. Uh, Andres Bernal. Uh, a few other folks. Oh, but nice. they're going to continue. Yeah. They're really incredible. And Wow. They love you too. But also, um, this whole conversation about like UBI and all of that stuff, it, if it's not in the context of a greater puzzle, just throwing a bunch of money at somebody isn't enough. But there are studies that say strings free, strings free, no attached expectations as to how it will be spent, that people who get that money and spend it benefit an entire family and a a block and a neighborhood and yeah. No. And I mean, I think that shows like the contrast of like, you know, we've got Yang who like, we might not agree with everything, but like we can feel him on what he's trying to go for. He got the conversation started, which is a huge deal. But butter judge, like, no, butter judge is garbage. You can't fucking talk about the deficit when like we have homeless veterans, like we have people who are like need to get into um, like hospitals and like they have medical debt like how can you care about the deficit when we Has have people who are suffering and, and listen when we get into this fucking 2008 bullshit about the imaginary deficit that we're imaginarily dealing with the spooky. do you want to know what gets cut it's not the multiple trillions of dollars in fucking military spending right. It is on, that we're spending on private military contractors. Oh, sure. It's sure. not going to our troops. So yeah. we think it's going to our troops and our vets. No. Oh, no. They're no. not getting wake better up, armaments. Getting better. No no, 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 no. It's getting worse. And so we are spending it on private contracting companies yep. to buy us things like pencils for our black sites. And I know because I've seen it in reality and I've read the contracts. That's what's happening. Oh, um, yeah. We're going to start. We're going to pretend and Butterjuds is going to pretend. End. like it's social programs that that's the leech it's not the trillions of dollars we're spending on a war it is definitely the like maybe millions that we're spending on helping helping people eat and the thing about butter judge is that his um 
there is a, a a lot of you know, and I hate this word, and and help me find a new one if it comes to you. But the the tribalism, um, as it was taught or described, I don't care to use that word anymore. It's because colonialist. It's colonial. Mm-hmm. It's one hundred percent is, and so uh, so I seek a new a new uh, verbiage for that. But this this com- like because he is a gay man. Yep. He, uh, there are other gay men that are just like, why, you know, I, I posted something kind of crappy about, not crappy, but critical. And it was 100% like I had some people whom I really, really adore that are very mad at me because why would I participate in the whole eating of your own? And, you know, and my thing is, it doesn't matter. Like, as a matter of fact, I think I'd be doing a disservice if I weren't yeah. I, as critical as I would be of anybody running for president of the goddamn United States. It, it's, I don't think it's tribalism. It's just, it's, it's the most pure identity politics that there is. You're, you're looking more and more to, a, um, to find a politician or something that looks like you, that talks like you, that acts like you, that has the same amount of money that you I do. I do believe that that's the concept of of the the notion of the word that we're trying to replace. Right. Um, but but yeah, I mean, like for me, it was just seeing these men really kind of project a little bit on me, like you know, why are you? Uh, you know, I was self loathing. I was, and the thing about it is, I don't look, I don't see the presidential election through the lens of homosexuality, um, the the rules and the laws and the impacts that a president has, that's really important um, for sure. But for me, I've got to look outside of my own world because, you know, that's pretty narrow band of stuff. There's a lot of people impacted. I'm not going to say that I would vote for somebody that would, you know, that hates the gays, um, but I'm not convinced he doesn't. <laughs> And it mirrors what just happened here in Seattle, which was we had the palatable gay Egan O'Ryan who, you know, (sighs) there was that same sort of like cult following for him just because of his identity and not because of his policies. When in reality, Shama, you know, she might not identify as in the rainbow, but like she is fighting for those people so much more. And so that's the same thing we're seeing with Butter Judge is like, People are following him and donating to him and supporting him because of his identity and because it's like, oh, we're progressive enough, right? But no, like just because someone identifies a certain way doesn't mean they're the best person to represent that community. Yep. And we there's a spectrum of people like everyone exists in a spectrum. And like if you are a gentleman in Seattle who wants to unite all the colors of Benetton (laughs) and... try and represent the people of Seattle but you think that we need to be working with Amazon while people are being gentrified out of their houses in the district that you are trying to represent like communities of color are being actively gentrified and priced out of their own neighborhoods um, maybe you need to step the fuck back right and well, but yeah butter judge is polling at zero percent with black voters so it's like Okay, even if you like him, why don't you listen to the other people in our country who are like marginalized and actually being affected by Trump's policies and by current America and that like this isn't it. This isn't our candidate. Why don't you right. listen to them? You Be- are cheating, by the way. My finger's up and I'm going <laughs> to. You go. You why go, you why go, aren't they friend. listening to, to the marginalized folks? Because they're marginalized folks. So why do we need to listen to them? Well, I would also say that there is a lot of work going into kind of grooming and, and 
and sort of putting the blinders on. And I do believe that our friend, um, you know, if there are many people who were pulling higher within the the presidential spectrum of, of uh, measurement, he is not presidential. <laughs> and there are people who have like they've dropped out that could have at this point a measure of a higher approval rating than than he does and so he's still there and i wonder why because there's a big investment in his success and listen part of the problem too is butter judge represents all of the worst parts of the democratic party because he is waiting until he needs the black community's vote to win a presidential seat to give a shit about them he doesn't know shit about color color or communities of color yep. problems yep. he knows nothing about the ailments of women of color yep. nothing about incarceration rates for young black men he doesn't know shit but because he needs their vote as for president now all of a sudden he's trying to pretend that they matter because this is what the democratic party does the thing about marginalized communities is there's a lot of them and when you really need those votes, they make up a gigantic wave of voters. And those marginalized communities, they're organized. They're out there. They're yep. ready. They want you to show up. And, and they are trying to get those communities to vote for them all of a sudden while not knowing how to articulate, how to talk about, how to communicate, how to shut the fuck up and listen. They are trying yep. to, they are just telling those people, you only matter when I need you to vote for me. They are, this is, this is again, going back to 2016, 20, the 2020 elections seeming to shape up more and more like 2016 because uh the democratic party in 2016 clinton really took for granted the the union vote and took for granted a lot of the communities that then surprisingly swung uh swung to trump because these dis these seemingly disaffected individuals who traditionally leaned democrat now now with Buttigieg, he's going to be uh or or butter judge i don't go as much for the uh, for the nicknames. I'm not as hip or cool or anything. That's like just that. the one time I made us make butter. We had a literal yeah. butter judge. We were butter judges. <laughs> yeah, we were butter judging. Or were you butter? We all butter judged Bill each other. Judge but yeah, I mean, die. he's giving. He's he's uh, taking for granted that the black vote is going to go towards towards the Democratic Party, partially because like who the fuck wants to vote for a racist if you are going to be a victim of that dude's policy and here's the other thing as well it's He's orange it's, he is yeah exactly but here's the thing as if you're i'm wondering what and i'd love to have conversations with some of our our communities of color and and friends that are would be able to kind of clarify some of this because i have my thoughts on is it racism on rails systemic baked in racism buddha judge like just you're going to lean in, you're going to do the thing and they strap up and then off you go in the establishment sort of thing. He's being trained and coached and all that stuff. Or the person who's just the embodiment of ignorant, uh, racist grandma, grandpa. I don't know. And to be honest, I'm going to say the most undemocratic thing at that point. If you asked me to choose between Butter Judge or Trump. I would probably abstain from voting. The I couldn't election. do I it. Couldn't Sarah choose. Smith, I could do not want, do it. Do you, do you put lace on your racism or do you just say it's there? Do you just package it up in a, in a, uh, in a young, you know, that's his message. But his hair young. is so clean. I don't like, know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, he's not he looks, handsome. He just showers regularly, you guys. And he's wears, you know, maybe tighter jeans than he ought to, you can know. I, 
can I talk about another uh, implicitly racist candidate? Yeah, I want to always. Hear it. Okay, so the other the implicitly racist candidate that I wanted to bring up in this whole discussion Ooh, is, you're all is, is is the uh, newly announced. Wiggles. Michael Bloomberg. Oh God! No, I, why? no. listen. I'm the token Jew. Can I've been told. Can you go to? All right, you're. We never told you that. Jewish you told Justice us League. that. Yeah. I'll go to the Jewish <laughs> Justice League. I'll talk to Chief Blumenberg and Steinenthal and ask him to make Bloomberg step down. Please. Uh, do I, I don't know how. Do it works. I laugh? I don't need We tried to get the council to make Egan step down. It didn't work. It did not work. <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, did, did you know that Bloomberg is the eighth richest man in America? Well, then we need him. He is clearly remarkable. Accomplished businessman. Well, this is a dude. He's an accomplished. This is a this is a dude who maintained um, uh, <laughs> hair, an erection for more than four hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a priapism. <gasps> oh, get him to the doctor. Sorry, corn the just, door was open. Corn just peed through. a little bit over yeah, here. It was that so was me. I wanted to say Air, Air Trump's second in command. Uh, Joe. Rudy, Rudy Goebbels, I mean, Giuliani. Yep. He took over for Giuliani and as as mayor of New York. And of course, he changed a bunch of stuff. But he actually, first off, ran as a Republican way back in the day. Oh. And then he went independent and then he went Democrat. So He's just really feeling it. Bloomberg, that's what he maintained. He maintained the, the racist bullshit that was stop and frisk. Yeah. It, it took him until Ooh. it took him until last month. To recant the the idea of stop and frisk and to say it was it was not good. He was in a black church in November of 2019 when he finally said that he regretted God. stop and frisk. And I gotta love with you. I get the feeling he doesn't actually regret it. You beat me to it as you <laughs> often do. Sarah's like generally five to. 10 minutes a- ahead of me when it comes to the joke. I'm like, I'm going to tell a joke and then it comes out of her mouth. But that is 100 he, he doesn't give a shit. No, <laughs> right? no, he doesn't give a shit. He just like, he was, it was politically the, expedient. Right. Yes. I just like, I wonder what he thinks he's doing because, okay, let's say that he does have any form of success, like gets a couple percentage points. He's just taking that away from candidates who are going against Bernie, going against Liz. And so that's just going to help the progressive maybe, candidates more. Maybe that's the plan he's like a <laughs> secret bernie dude yeah. and he's like bernie bro gotta like split the split the middle of the road moderate vote what is he saying and also why is his know. logo so bad what well, is his he's not even in he's not even in his own political ad he didn't the, show up it's yeah. <laughs> he didn't show he's, up yeah. he was he's meant not, to be there <laughs> he's not he's, that was a joke he's, oh i get yeah. it <laughs> He's buying yeah, he's his way. He's just he's, paying everybody to do all I mean, the things. He's yeah. a busy man. He's, yeah. he's buying his way onto the airwaves. He's yep. not even going to qualify for debates because he's because he's not polling at 4% on any national polls. I swear like to God, that. Sarah Smith was just struck by lightning. Good. Oh, no. I got <laughs> oh. excited about something else, but we can finish this. Sorry. This yeah, is go, important. It's, yeah. it's just it's about it's it's turning into a battle of the billionaires because we're talking about because right now we've got Trump a <gasps> self-professed not actually billionaire. Adam, but, is that hmm. what's happening? Yes. He, so so honestly I am literally I, 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 I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. They used to golf together. I'm so dumb. Oh, so God. we're saying that that he is running cuz he's an, he's an aggrieved 
billionaire boss. <laughs> he's an aggrieved billionaire boss. Is that what's happening? Like we he's like strap saw all of the socialism them. and things. I'm gonna strap fix this. Strap saw blades to them and unleash them into a into a room. Just let them go at it. <laughs> clearly, like, it's clearly clearly the center is too far left. Why are they all ghouls? I don't. I'm thinking battle bots. Like just get them oh, awesome. wrapped in like random incendiary devices and throw them at each other. And I now, don't know. Uh, and yeah. now I'm thinking okay. of battle toads. I know the old <laughs> NES game. But I have a really important question so speaking yes. of of candidates that are speaking of the debate stage i this is a really important one this is near and dear to my heart it really matters a lot who the fuck is tom steyer who They're is he i who is yeah. tom Steyer? has he been in previous debates uh he was in the last one was yeah. he in any other one no he just he popped out popped up out of nowhere who and is he uh, oh, well, i saw him ooh. and it's frightened me spooky yeah. i feel like yeah. you should have a mustache but that's just me conflating tom steyer with tom Selleck. So that's why I think about him. But now that we know, we can keep our eye out because if some tire shows up, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) with a mustache, here's the shit: is like there's gonna be Tom Steyer on the debate stage, whoever that may be. Cory Booker, Andrew Yang, like Kamala, she just dropped out. There's actually more billionaires on stage than people of color. Mm -hmm. It's Uh, there's zero people of color. Yeah, zero people of color now. Yeah. with Kamala Harris, I'm reading an article from The Atlantic right now uh, with Kamala Har- Harris's unexpected departure from the presidential race on Was Tuesday. Was it unexpected? Um the it's it's all white. Tulsi Gabbard, Andrew Yang have yet to qualify for the for the debate. Uh, Cory Booker, Julian Castro are unlikely to. So yeah. looks like looks like uh, Elizabeth Warren might be the most. Uh, oh my god! All right, <laughs> that is just hurts my soul. Let's She's not from talk about Oklahoma. That. Oklahoma. That's, the, that's the biggest diversity that we have right now. She is a former conservative, actually. Um, yeah. I'm and I'm. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Elizabeth Warren is like a close number two for me. Like, me too. I like yeah, Warren. She's close. I wish she hadn't taken that stupid oh, DNA so, bait. But I like hearing her Turns talk. Out and I'm she's got her shit together. I love how she explains stuff. That bitch. I'm, yeah. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to say something. Bitch. I'm going to say a thing. Female candidates on that stage can break down policy like a motherfucker. They can break it down. And all the straight white dudes on stage are like, I feel like this is right, though. And I, and I that's like it. how they're like, but I am a woman, so I'll speak <laughs> yeah. to these issues. <laughs> and they're like, I, but I. And Elizabeth Warren, Tulsi Gabbard are like, as a woman, I will comment on women's issues. And right. Joe Biden's like, as a woman, I too will. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can they just call woman? Can that happen? That's a woman card. They I just- will challenge you to a push-up contest right now <laughs> immediately uh, give me your finger <laughs> give me your finger for what it's worth tulsi gabbard would beat the shit out of him in a push-up concert. oh you're kidding I me i feel like she videos. is a tightly a tightly coiled snake just ready to mm-hmm. like oh, she would just the crap out of it i mean physically. she's very calm she'd and she'd, oh man oh, she, she would i think she'd do way. a high kick to the neck bone. i got i gotta yeah. say i gotta say elizabeth warren for me is identity I'll say, I'll politics say. because i love people who are from the northeast <laughs> i gotta That's... say like like Papa Bernie, great. He's from the Northeast. Also, he's Jewish. So in theory, I should I should love him. But there's something to be said for old Lizzie Dubs. There's a Bostonite thing. Old Lizzie Dubs. That's what it is. Yeah. Old Lizzie Dubs. Like, I, I Vermont, like the Vermont is full L-dub. of crazy. They're the crazy New Englanders who nobody else wanted. I like That's, the, I the big East Coast energy. That explains <laughs> so much. Yeah. You want to be a syrup farmer. No one is shocked by my choices. No. It's wild. <laughs> you take one, you, you meet Ben Cohen one time and you're yeah. like, let's Gun, go to Vermont. Guns, bears, ice cream, and maple syrup. Perfect. Right. Mm. That's my life. That's what I want. Some Ben and Jerome's. Yes, some ben and Jerome's. 
Jerome. Jerome. Yes. But Ver- no, I Vermont, think Vermont, the Canada of the United States. Yeah, <laughs> I think that this just like speaks to how problematic the nomination process and the debate process and all that. Like, it's just we're just getting a bunch more white candidates. You know? Yes, and because you know what politics was lacking yeah. is straight white dudes. Yep. I just is... want to know what they think. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's check in with the white guys. I'm sorry. Old straight white dudes, yeah, in particular. And so I just, I, I do want to touch on one thing that I think is really important for our listeners to understand, and then we can move into our next segment about the holidays. Which is, this is the Whoa. spot where Jay will play Jingle Bell noises. Oh. Um, so here's a really important thing: you cannot, oh. you cannot be racist against white people. Yeah. You cannot. Um, it. We have, we have. There's things like redlining. We have fundamental institutional, the, the, institutional pillars that are set up to oppress. People of color and all lives. I, I, all lives better. Um, uh, but I, I read this really interesting thing today, and it talked about how, like, as white people, we can be proud of our ethnicity, our heritage, like being Irish or being French or being German or being, uh, I don't know, Norwegian or Swedish, and we Australian, get, Austra- Australian, Australian. We, we, <laughs> we get to have that that privilege of knowing our heritage, and the reason why black communities get to be proud of being black and the reason why they get to have that is because white people literally ripped them out of their homelands and they don't know where their ethnicity always comes from and so because of that we have to shut the fuck up and let black people be proud of their inherent blackness because their inherent yep. blackness is the identity that they have because we took all the rest of them the as other white thing people. that we get to do is shut up about racism to be yes. like well but they were racist against me nah, you don't nah, get to say nah, what's racist nah, and nah. what's not yeah. If you are not the, if you are not a person of color, you don't get to say what's racist. Because listen, buddy, you don't know Dylan. <laughs> okay, just yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah, Brad. God, I'm Harry literally nuts. talking to a person named Brad. And if you're listening, which I don't think you will be, because you're not that bright, you are <laughs> going to get to the fact that you're a racist. And you, you wow. we just like. Oof. We Damn it, Brad. we are allowed to be proud of those things, but we are not allowed to pretend like our our Irish heritage is the same as someone's inherited. Oh, if blackness. I hear oh and, the Irish when they came over, oh, they had all kind of trouble in Gosha McGarty. It's like and listen, shut up. Like my my family heritage, we were too poor to own slaves. We never did. We never owned like any person, so we were never participants in the in the slave trade or anything like that. Um, but listen, here's the thing: it doesn't fucking matter because if you are a white person, you come from a culture and a community that ripped people out of their homelands out of their countries away from their families it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you were complicit and here's the thing you will never really know for sure will you because you weren't alive in the 1600s buddy oh here's i just want to put this little pin in it like a balloon pop it and then we don't ever have to bring it up again because all the white people will be listening (laughs) you lose nothing by shutting the fuck up you lose nothing. By you shit. lose nothing. Not not one thing is lost. Amazing. You get to live your life. You get to continue along your merry way, your your uh, privileged merry way. And people are oh, privilege. I'm broke too. It's like nah. You don't. It's different it's to different. be broken white. It is different. different. And also, like, if if your life is so shitty, even with that white privilege, maybe that says something about you, pal. Right? And so just spend a little time shutting up. Like, if you're so angry, you got to say a thing, you lose nothing. No material loss. No one's coming to your home to rip you out of your home and throw you on a ship and send you across the ocean to serve a, a, a lineage of your uh, your people who came before you and the people who came after in servitude to people who th- 
look at you as though you're uh, uh, cattle. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen to you. Yeah. Also, nothing will. You get to live yes. your life. Just shut up for a minute. And when somebody, my last thought before we drift into our discussion about the holidays is when somebody who is a person of color tells you, hey, this thing that you're saying is racist. You know what? You can solve a lot by shutting the fuck up and just not saying that racist thing anymore. Feel and saying, your feels. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. And then shut the fuck up and stop doing it. That yeah. costs you nothing. It costs you nothing. I feel the same way about pronouns. Yeah. If somebody wants to change their pronouns, it costs you nothing. You know, you summed that up for me very beautifully. It costs you nothing just to do the thing. Yep. Oh, it makes you minorly uncomfortable. Great. It changes that entire person's life. Yep. So you have to think a little in bit. In the great karmic scale, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> when in doubt, shut the fuck up. When in doubt, shut your mouth. Wouldn't it be nicer if we all just shut the fuck up a little bit? Well, a we're doing bit. a podcast. Yeah. It would be kind of weird. But I feel like this is a good segue into shutting the fuck up at your holiday table. Holiday, our discussions. So our discussion for today is uh, what it's like to be a progressive. I just imagine there's going to be holiday noises. I don't know if he's yeah. actually going to do it. He's you probably just going to leave it, honestly. Maybe he'll put some Christian music. Ooh, I can, I, the feminist version <laughs> of Baby It's Cold Outside that I sent you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll play it's for you guys holiday. later. So there's, there's, oh, God, the holidays are garbage. Um, so are, the holidays yeah. are rough. Rough time politically and personally, and I personally do not have connection with my family. So I like my Thanksgiving was spent um, hanging out with a bunch of cool folks. Went to a free dinner at the admirable pu- admirable pu- admiral pub in West Seattle, and that's um, also an admirable pub. That is I beat you to it by pub. the way. Boom! I won. <laughs> we had drinks. That's we played admirable games. Um, we brought oh. pies to the ferry workers because the ferry workers are public service workers who have to do work on that day. On Wait, the, the ones at the ferry garden? And yeah. You come and they can do like, I keep calling them. They're ferry workers. The ferries. Oh, the ferry I folk. like it. The and they, folk. But they, they work on Thanksgiving. So we baked them. My friend and I baked them a pie. And oh, we brought that's it to them. Nice. And they loved it. We're so happy. And then we yeah. went and we had, we picked up a bunch of people that had nowhere to go. And so we went to this bar, the Admirable Pub, which is now known in my condo. Um, yeah. We had free Thanksgiving dinner. We played board games, had some drinks. And that was how I spent my Thanksgiving. And it was amazing. It was oh. fantastic. It was the best Thanksgiving I've had in forever. <laughs> and I mean, for you, I think that part of that was redefining like what does Thanksgiving look like? And yeah. for a lot of people, I think that that might be what they struggle with is they think of like the idea of like, well, I'm supposed to be with these people or this is what it's supposed to look like. And no, like holidays can look however you want them to look like. And mm-hmm. I think more of us need to start doing that as like tradition. If that's what you're into, that's fine. But don't feel like you have to do something based on some bullshit tradition. Like don't put yourself through mental harm. Don't put yourself through like emotional trauma if if that's what's going to happen in the same in the name of tradition. Yes. And the thing that I told everyone I I continue to as 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 Hanukkah's still approaching, right? It is. It's Hanukkah's actually actually sharing time with uh with Christmas this year. Oh, dope. So I'll bring that's over cool my Hanukkah to your house. Hell yeah. And we'll do it. Yeah. What is it? I uh so for everyone Hanukkah, who, it's a holiday. It's no, a no, holiday. no, no. You said <laughs> I'm going to bring over my There's Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so th- that's the thing. I, I understanding what Hanukkah is, but the Hanukiki, I do not. Hanukkah. It's uh colloquially they call it it's referred to as a menorah. Uh, <laughs> but a menorah is actually it's different. A menorah only has seven branches. Uh-huh. Hanukkah has nine. Oh, shit. oh so why the difference? Uh, the I'm not sure why a regular menorah has seven, but the Hanukkah has nine because it has there's one for each of the eight days of the of the holiday plus one extra one that's called the shamash 
um, which is the helper candle that's meant that Aye. is meant to light the other candles. So you don't actually light the candles with a match. This you is light, I've seen this. Yes, yes. You light yeah. one candle and then you use it to light all the others. So um, I will introduce you all to this. Uh, no, no, I'm so me. excited. Uh, oh yeah, not corn. We no, can, we'll Skype good. you in. Okay. Yeah, we'll video chat you. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. for everyone who doesn't know, what I do in my house and have done for many years mm-hmm. is I throw what's called an orphan Christmas because my one holiday with my family before we parted ways was Thanksgiving and Christmas was always mine. So I had a ton of friends. I was too poor to go home in college. Um, I had a ton of friends that had nowhere to go. They couldn't afford to go home. They didn't want to go home. They had bad relationships with their families. They didn't have families. Um, they were LGBTQ friends that got kicked out of their families. Um, wide br- spread of people. And so I was like, why the fuck are we all sitting around our living rooms being sad? We could sit around one living room and be sad collectively. Right. So I started Orphan Christmas. And I love to drag everyone that has nowhere to go into my house and I feed them and it's fun and we get very drunk and people stay overnight and then we do Christmas morning I make special breakfast we day drink we watch what I consider Christmas movies and some people consider Mad Max I don't know that's, <laughs> yeah that's where I met that's where I met Adam the first time yeah was last year was it really Christmas. Nice. yeah yeah Corey no. in I, and I, didn't I literally you, forgot I think, about that <laughs> until you started partying with us here but one of the things that I like is uh, I got the invite to the orphan Christmas and I cannot invite other people because I deleted Facebook from my phone and I have not figured out how to buy Past the ability to invite other people. That's why I'm the only one that's invited. <laughs> please help me. Please, please invite people. I thought maybe I, help me. I was going to offer my services as a gift. I meant to oh. fix it on my as laptop a Christmas today. miracle. I was like, I okay, that. what is it's she? What is she trying. saying here? What is she trying to tell me? Can I can I share with you a uh, holiday tradition? Uh, like we were talking about Thanksgiving before. Tradition, and, tradition. Oh God, fiddler on the. I, I know I'm, I know I'm the token Jew. I I was a theater kid. Come on. I'm so proud. I didn't even know what Jews were about and I was mm-hmm. in the fiddler. I was a fiddler. Ooh, day I was on a roof. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyways, um uh I really well, One thing I do really appreciate from the corporate takeover of America. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me? Uh it's is, an oligarchy, thank you. Is the uh is is REI's opt outside on Black Friday? Uh, so they started this, I think, like five or six years ago, this push uh, where instead of people going shopping on Black Friday, going out and starting to sit in line at midnight, one o'clock for the doorbuster specials, um, they uh, actively shut down all of their stores on Black Friday and they tell their employees and they tell the people who would be shopping there to opt outside and uh, do an so outdoor activity. So they turn it activity. into like kind of a oh, nearly Black it. Thursday. So. So you get all the things no. and then you go outside on Friday. Well, after I mean, you, you can't go your, your clothes on Thanksgiving. I'm kidding. Right. I worked at REI. They're wonderful. Yeah, they're they're amazing. And I love it. You know, you know, uh for they're four, a co-op. for they're four a co-op. years for four years with my ex, we would go hiking with her family and we'd do outdoors or we'd go running or something. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and wait, now and they've Corn's been missing for how long? No. Oh, I mean I left them on the last hike. It's just Nice. It was it was to a break it was to a waterfall. I'm like oh, oh, I'm, they're fine. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They're a lovely. They're a lovely family. Don't and I hope go they have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hike into waterfalls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the last two years, the last two years, I started a new tradition with my friend. Um, uh, Murder. I picked up. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up. I picked up skiing a few years ago, and this is my oh. and this is my best friend from high school. Who we have a penchant for uh, shenanigans. Uh, I, Malarkey. I mean, I was gonna say <laughs> trespassing on, oh, on yeah, Malarkey at state yeah. at state parks at two o'clock in the morning. Um, Beautiful. Nobody Sounds heard like that. that. Oh. This is a Washington State podcast, not a Massachusetts podcast. Uh-huh. So you can be extradited. 
Yes. I don't. Well, I think that's for, just for, for walking around bodies. in the party window. So, anyways, so so we would take these outdoor walks at like two o'clock in the morning in the summer. And um, last year, instead, on Friday, we woke up at like murder ten o'clock in the morning, and we went and uh, we decided to kill it. Ah, hey! on the slopes. Uh, yeah, like yeah, good enough. And so, and Pretty this close. year, this year we did it again. Um, we all went for Thanksgiving. Uh, for Black Friday. Oh, for Black Friday. To opt outside. It was the first day. did it. It was the first day that uh, Peak in New Hampshire was open. Um, And so they had had, uh, good deals. And uh, he and I have both managed to scrounge up gear over the past couple of years. So I schlepped all of mine out there. And we did the whitest, bougiest sport imaginable. Woo! But slightly cheaper. You know what's fun? Um, Cross country. Cross country Mm. skiing. It's actually. Oh, I thought you meant like track and field. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's you, not fun. That's yeah, no. no fun there. I but, hear. Yeah. I hear it's all of the work of skiing with none of the rush. So that um, sounds wild. It's <laughs> all, it's all of the beautiful snowy even whiter. stuff <laughs> without the tumble fall, and then you realize that the torso of your body has made it down to the bottom before the rest of it. Like, I'm supposed I mean, to do it this winter, but we'll see if that actually... I, I also did... Yeah, I'm supposed that, to do cross-country skiing, but I did reserve fun. the right to just stay and get day drunk at the cabin and mm-hmm. heckle people. Okay, yeah. so that's... I made that. this... Literally made the same negotiation with one of my dearest friends um, that I will not put skis on, but I will get day drunk. And I will dress up like I will put skis on and I'll follow everyone around like I will and then I'll be like, all right, team... Break. Break, and then I will turn around, and they will go cross country skiing. And I don't give. I don't. Give <laughs> and a, I will meet them on the other side of the country. I don't care if there is no lodge. I will bring a flask. Yeah, for, I'll build a fire. Vodka I don't, will don't care if it's legal. Hey, I mean, we we're, were burning it you know, down. We were drinking as we were skiing. It's it's just it's a rollicking good time, and it's so, great. And it's just it's great to be outdoors and to do something, and also and also to create new traditions. Orphan Christmas, uh, opt outside, it just. I don't know that I, I'm going to allow it, but I do believe that Black Friday, I, it doesn't quite strike me as a holiday. It's I, kind of a holiday. Well, I, I do it's, love it's it. Like it's a holiday, holiday season vibes. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. holiday weekend, right? right. Like, yeah. you've done it. Like, you've not done many it people you've done it for me. All right. take Thanksgiving <laughs> off and then, or at least I guess white collar oftentimes don't, then they don't take Thursday off. Wait, is it white collar? No, it's not the Jews anymore. Oh wait, it's not. But it, but because it's Friday. It. But because it is Friday, it would also be Shabbat, and as such, it would be white challah. Ayo. Boom. I not a bad made bread. a point this year. I love to make a point. I don't shop on Black Friday. I don't even Amazon on Black Friday. I don't shop on. <laughs> I don't, don't do any of it. I literally stayed inside, nursing a horrible hangover with, <laughs> with more booze. So a real um, Black Friday. We bought a really nice bottle of Armagnac. Black and liver I'm like, Friday. I'm like, we will day drink this, and then we will stumble over to the very nearby pub. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. That's fun, though. We supported a local business. No, and that is rad. But I also think that like. We don't want to shame people who, you know, let's say like you need an essential like a cell phone and it's on sale on Black Friday. Like some people are in the position where like they have to do that Good sort of thing. call That's corny corny. Yeah. Because here's the thing. There is literally nobody at this table is 
free of the uh, the grip of capitalism. Like right. we, there is no ethical consumer. Yep. Like we are doing all that we can. Oh, do. Oh, this is not about your ethics. There, no. the thing we all love to yell every time I hit buy now on Amazon, the like two times a year I use it, I just yell. There's no ethical consumption or capitalism. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Is that like yeah, like if you can not shop on Amazon, do that. It's That's a fucking rad. But that being right. said, yeah, like there's and people. If you do, we're not looking down at you. Yeah, because it's this a privilege. There's people who are like disabled. Yeah. Too, like that's the quickest way they can get Instacart. items or like, you know yes, and yes. listen let me tell you like this is a table of privilege and we all fucking know it yes we right. all know it, it is we are a table of privilege and we have the privilege to not shop on black friday we have the privilege of ordering nice. Uber shopping online. i like it but i, yeah, I yeah, want to yeah, make yeah. and the thing we want is we want to see a world where everyone has that privilege of real choice and i think there's a distinction too of like you know mm. it's one thing of if it's like you know i got to get the kids some toys for christmas and their favorite toys on sale but like what the problem is with Black Friday is like it creates the feeling that you have to shop or you have to get the deal or you have to spend and that's what people really should try and separate yeah and like listen if your holiday lives and dies by what you get the people in your life like maybe help people expand their values beyond that. And I know yeah. with kids, it's a lot harder because kids don't, they don't like, when I was a kid, I didn't have that understanding. When I was a teenager, I barely had that understanding. When my brain finished forming at 25, I was finally like, oh, but it's, it takes a while to get you there, but you, it's possible to do. And now like my favorite part of Christmas is not, it's not opening gifts. It's like, I love orphan Christmas and like waking up to all these hungover sad people in my house who are like, oh, yes, I do want to watch Kubo and the Two Strings for the ninth time. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I love that. That's my favorite feeling. I think that once you start to to move beyond the fact that I, you know, I, I just recall being, um, you know, a kid in the family dynamic at, at Christmas time and just feeling like, I've really got to put a lot of energy into being excited about this. You know, like yes, kids don't actually care as much as you think. No. I, I think that they they have been. Everyone's wants a thing. Like you want to have a. You want to. You know. You want to have the thing that your friends have. You. you all of that stuff. But the the other emotional part of it is. It's oh, it's like the emotional hangover is the part that's the worst because everything has to be perfect. It's got to be the Yule log and the all the stuff and you know and and then you get together and then somebody's like, "Well, I hate everything you love and I'm going to go into great detail." And you're like, "I'm not going to do anything." And then the minute that you do, someone's like, "Uh uh uh, don't bring that mess here." And you're like, "Wait a minute. I am, you know, I I I feel you out there. I I get it." Um and there are many people who weirdly enough like get together with their families and what and it's amazing and they I hate love those it people but i also love them i hate I, them in a way that i love them that in an sense. envious way but i, I want to make a quick suggestion um kind of talked a bit about the the financial aspect of all that which i think is important because it's a lead into what you have and have not and the things you can and can't do and the judgment and the yeah. is it the perfect christmas maybe we take a quick break and we come back and talk a little bit about some of that emotional baggage stuff and how we handle it and yeah and how we help our friends get through it yeah all right all right so cool. let's do it so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back All right, welcome back, and we are back from our tiny little mini break. Mini all break. Just, me. Hang on. More water. Um, water. So we're going to start with... <laughs> so we're going to start... Uh, Adam wants to talk a little bit about his plans for Hanukkah as the person here who doesn't celebrate 
the Christmas holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about your, your nine candles. You're taking a straight up two more days for Annika. That's wild. I didn't know that's how it worked. Yeah. Well, no, you just we take only more get, days. We only get one one day. But the thing is, the thing is that objectively, Hanukkah is kind of a minor holiday. Um, it's not a big deal, like in in the Jewish in the thick of things. Um, it's not Passover. It's not Rosh Hashanah. It's not Yom Kippur, which we've spoken about all of those before. But the goy keep making a big deal out of it because it's you if know. If Purim and like, Sukkot are not two of the most important holidays, I will revolt. Yo, Purim is so much fun. I love Purim. So fucking drunk. It is a <laughs> it is Purim a is commandment so to get drunk. <laughs> it is. So <laughs> we will have a great time here for Purim. Yes. Um, nice. And but Hanukkah is interesting because it's a whole holiday about uh, a fight against assimilation. Um, oh shit! Yeah. So the story, the story of Hanukkah is that is that um, the I think it was the Romans or the Greeks. It was one of the one of them at the time. Probably the um, Romans. Had, honestly, had taken <laughs> over had taken over Jerusalem and ransacked the temple and um, a lot of I think it was the Greeks at that point. Um, a lot of the a lot of the um, Jews had assimilated into the uh, the Greek culture, but the Maccabees were this group of rebels who uh, wanted to preserve Jewish culture um, and they wanted to bring back the temple to its glory and rededicate the temple. And so um, they fought back and they took the temple back from the Greeks. They cleaned it up. There had been all sorts of like heresy involved, like orgies were done in the temple and they'd done, you know, they'd sacrificed to the Greek gods and like brought pigs in and all the other non-kosher things. Um, and these folks said like, we don't want to assimilate. We are our own, uh, we are our own community. We have our group identity and we want to preserve and maintain and perpetuate that identity, um, amongst our people. And so it was a fight. That is dope. Yeah. Yeah. That dude. fly as hell. Jews are secretly badasses. Yeah. I don't, not, not so secretly. I, I, I learned yeah, so, I, I learned a little while ago. So I actually spent, I had the, the privilege of growing up in a really like uh, open community and I had a lot of like Jewish friends growing up and I got to go for like Seder dinners and things like that. And I did Passover every year with my friend Lauren. Um, and I love that and actually miss that. And she was the one who, when we were talking about like, we're getting everything set up for the holidays. She was a, come from a, came from a half Jewish, half Christian family. And so she was setting up the house for the holidays and I was like, Oh, awesome Christmas. And then I was like, I'm Hanukkah. And she goes, honestly, Hanukkah is not that big deal. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm true. like, what? She goes, we mostly just sometimes forget to light the candles and we just like eat latkes on the first night and then give each other presents, like maybe three nights. And then we're just kind of done. <laughs> yep. The presents wasn't a thing until like 50 years ago it was like, when it's a challenge for people out. who are it was like, you, yeah, like yeah. surrogate Christmas I feel yeah. for they're like look at all this Christmas stuff and also non-Christmas celebrants right it, it's, <laughs> yeah. the, it's the irony that in a holiday about a fight against assimilation we're, we're hyping it up because we want to be uh, we want to keep up with the Joneses oh, next yeah. Yeah. exactly uh, I'm like I, I, I oh my god the it pressure's on right I right. mean yeah but the fun but the fun of of uh, all the Jewish holidays for me is getting to invite my f- my non-Jewish friends to celebrate with me. Ergo, last year I brought jelly donuts over to Sarah and Jay's home. Yep. Um, and we ate a bunch of fried foods. And you have a was... jelly donut holiday. Yeah, yeah that's Hanukkah. So, yeah, that's so traditional traditional uh, really? holiday foods on Hanukkah include latkes, which are fried uh, potato pancakes. Oh, I've had me some mm-hmm. latkes and suvganiyot, which are basically jelly donuts. In Ugh. in Israel, they treat uh, they treat suvganiyot like we tr- uh, used to treat cupcakes 
back in the in the big cupcake boom of 2012 to 2015. Whoa. Every, so there's, there's Jelly Donut Wars? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. I was there a few years ago. and <laughs> The great the, Jelly Donut the War. The <laughs> amazingness of the souvganiote there are... It's it's incredible. It was like they put pistachios on there, and they put Ooh. they did like Neapolitan <gasps> souvgniot. They did yeah. daring. No, oh, they like they had they they did them with like pictures on it and everything. Brave, Ooh. unbelievable. I think I've just come up with a new idea for a Food Network show, though. Like yes. fuck cupcake wars. Let's do some jelly donut wars. Yeah, souvgniot wars. What is it called again? It's yeah, called souvgniot. Souvgniot wars. Souvgniot yes. yeah. wars. Yeah, it was great though, and bitch. we warmed them up in the oven. For a podcast perfect. that generally fucks up any pronunciation of just regular, we kind of yeah. nailed we that. Keep, you we guys called him it. Stephen Yang for years. Yeah. We're calling her Stephen, Stephen Pelosi forever. She would <laughs> Stephen Pelosi. Would, she would be super proud. Secretly, that's why I still say Butter Judge because yeah. I don't know how to say his last name. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Without we Bill, some, another yeah. woman named Oyster Farm. Yeah, yeah. Oyster Bar. Raw Oyster Bar. Okay, okay. Oyster Farm is good too. So I found an article, eight bakeries making the wildest donuts in Israel. We'll share these on the Twitter. We, so you can we, look well, at them. Honestly, oh the goodness. only reason I look at BuzzFeed is for pictures of food. So no, and, and I'm sad because I don't Ooh, get to wow. I don't get to have jelly donuts with you. I know. Yeah. Hey, come back to me. This that's oh, delicious, like but you're just making it me sadder. Looks like a I don't know what yeah, that looks like. I think it's like, like a, ban- like it's a, almost like a like banana a pearl necklace sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it's, like a tumor that someone like, put some pearl necklaces and so, on. And so this is like, this is what, this is what goes on in, in the Engel household. This is what goes Ooh. on in all of the families. Well, so like, I got to say We like this. candles and we eat a whole bunch of fried food. Here's what yeah. goes on in the, the lab household. You know, one of the challenges with the holidays is like. People are know, garbage. You want to, you want to like, sometimes you feel like you're suffocating. You want to just like. But wait, give me, my, give me my time. Throw every lives in your family into the yard. I'm reclaiming my time. And I got to say, our girl, Corn is silently suffering as we enjoy desserts because she wants to talk about something emotional. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're deserting it up here. Yeah. I can't stop looking at pictures of donuts. You can for that. I do this at home. This My Instagram is just puppies and donuts. That's yes. literally true. Well, that's how she gets through the holidays. That's, but. that's probably what I'll be doing by myself alone on Christmas. Oh. So thanks, guys. No, we are going to Skype you into Orphan Christmas. You are not going to be alone. There's going to be tons of Bernie people. But like, this is a thing people don't think about is like, what if you can't afford to go somewhere for Christmas? Yeah. No. And so that's a, like, I already have family being like, well, are you going to fly up for Christmas? I'm like, fuck no. Fuck I'm no. Not. It's like, expensive. No. I mean, I'm going to miss have- everybody. And they don't even have planes and no, they don't. Yeah. No planes. No, no, no they, they're planes. in the planes. <laughs> no, but they, they don't have any direct flights from Iowa to Washington State. Because wow. like, who's going? Where do you? What, what's yeah. the flight? What's the? What's the? Just uh, one plane. Uh, <laughs> I'm driving down. <gasps> Good yeah. for you. Honestly, yeah. that's a nice transition. Like, it's are you a nice... driving alone? I'm taking my Sully dog. You're driving by yourself yeah. to Iowa for uh-huh. three days. Yeah, that sounds like my personal hell. <laughs> I think it sounds like a little bit of an adventure, but also like I want to take a giant RV with other people. Well, and I mean, I am like probably the most introverted out of everyone here. So like I enjoy my alone time. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, like this will be my first Christmas away from my family ever. Uh, oh my god! Ever. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Because oh, you're no. just a baby. Because yeah. your family actually like Ev- you. Well, and, and they want to be. Everybody you. lives in Washington State. I've lived in Washington State my entire life. Like I oh went to college god. in Washington, so it was just the quick ferry. Can I ask home. you a question? Yeah. How do you? How does it feel to like have that? 
greatness that is drawing you out to a calling that is bigger than you is it is it hard is it it's all the feels like it's super exciting it's super overwhelming and scary like you know i'm walking away from like safety and community and just what i've always had and known and like that's super exciting but also like damn dog that's Damn, a big, that's big, yes. Oh, you know that we'll come down, we'll go down will to Ohio, you? we'll Ohio. shuck some bitches. <laughs> you can go to What's, Ohio, but Troy I will not be there. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I keep, I, I, yeah, one, like there's nebulous. a musical about one, Ohio. but, I heard, but uh, I heard there's some lovers. Idaho. Oh, Idaho. <laughs> oh, Idaho. You cannot hide a hoe, I will find her. Where's my corn? <laughs> right behind you. But, um, you know, I'm Stalking so you. proud of you and that you earned this by Thank your you. talent and yeah. your skill. And it couldn't have come in a, like a, the least opportune moment. And girl, we are going to Skype you the fucking orphan Christmas. You're Thank not going to you. be No, I seriously, I'm so sad that I'm not going to be at orphan Christmas and oh. like I don't get to participate in your Jewish traditions. Oh. So I'm V sad. But, you know, you get to do, you, you get to take that sort of, leading for people to say i'm not going to it's that servant leadership you get to right. bring people have your orphan christmas mm-hmm. like you get all those folks that Gather are your right. people. Yes. Yes. And like this is the, but this is like this is the part of politics that people don't see mm-hmm. like your volunteers and your staff like we, when we are sitting at home or watching tv we see people like uh kamala and cory booker and and bernie up there we think about them and then the holidays happen we're like oh they'll be fine but here's the thing they're staffers they're they're they're, they're still folks humans. that are in the in yeah. the wilderness doing stuff in the wilderness like i just yeah. i don't know it's an Iowa. that's what i was <laughs> Just, just windmills, and I think I saw a documentary in Rumspringa. So you got Amish folk. Okay. That's good. Oh, find the naughty, find the naughty Amish. Yes, Ooh. but you, I'm into but like it. this is yeah. this is the part that people don't see in politics mm-hmm. is like the actual people. And so whatever my feelings on Kamala Harris are, like her volunteers poured time and heart and oh, soul yeah. and love and light into this campaign, and mm-hmm. like this is heartbreaking. And but like this is the stuff that you do when you want a political movement to happen. You do things like give up Christmas and yeah. leave safety and leave comfort and leave community because sacrifice. It, is, it yeah. is about so much more than just the individual self. It's about everybody. And, and like, sister, you if you're destined, and if you're is, yeah. if your Christmas alone means that everyone gets health care? Yeah, I'll take it. Fucking yes. Yeah. I'll take it so, out yeah. yes. I'd be like, what, I have to give up a Christmas with like a family I don't like? Like, fuck yes, done. Yes, take it. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, and your family actually like you and like yeah, around. Right. It's so cute. Yeah. It's my favorite. They're so supportive. Yeah. Corn's we'll, pa- shout out to Corn's parents oh, who share our podcast shout all the time. They now, do, do, they yeah. call, they do they call you Corn? Uh, no. Uh, we'll get them. What do, they, what do they call you? <laughs> uh, casserole. Oh, That's a good one. Or just cast. Yeah. We have a corn casserole here. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, it me. I, yeah, I oh. like it. But this is like, and this is the emotional part, but the reality is, is like a thing that I had to learn on my journey through having weird holidays is the holidays are literally up to you. They are exactly what you make it. They mm-hmm. ma- They mean whatever you want them to mean. They are whatever you want them to be. They are with whoever you want them to be with. Like your holidays are yours and no, there's no one right perfect way to do it. When you, when you focus too much, I'm hyper focused on being perfect and doing perfect and having the perfect holiday and doing yes, all the perfect yeah, things. Yeah. You lose sight of that. Like 
your holiday is yours. And this time of year is great because it's warm and cozy and full of hot cocoa and friends and love and people. Should be, yeah. And that's, that's the holiday. The holiday is not December 25th or 24th. Right. The holiday is the warmth and the coziness and the snuggliness and the love and the joy. Yeah. That's the holiday. Yeah. And whether that happens on the 25th or the 28th or a month and a half from now, mm-hmm. who cares? That's your holiday. Can we just call it Higgy? Is it Higgy? Higga. 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 Something like that. Is it Huga? It's a Norwegian a, thing. Yeah, or Swedish just, thing? it's all about comfort. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's I, I go and make your own traditions, folks. That's the that's the long and short of it. You got to do what makes you happy, and if that means opting outside, that means opting outside. If that means uh, curling up with a good book instead of curling up with a bunch of people that Does you that don't mean leading see? a goddamn movement mm-hmm. to a, oh, <laughs> I a, was a battleground there. state i'm sorry i had to get there before okay. you yeah. yeah this is mine mm-hmm. um <laughs> i am your ears i am Corn. uh Thanks. i am at, all at once like ready to cry and also just bursting with Aww. just such pride for you like i i am so we, we do and we'll we're proud you. of you and we have all worked together yep. on a thing and this is you know, um, we'll get your remote. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, but I want to. We have the technology. I want to thank you guys too, because, like, you know, in this past year, like, you guys have helped elevate me and connect me with like the opportunities and push me to do the things. Like when we first started this podcast, I was like, oh, I'm going to be behind the scenes. You like, I don't want to talk. You I'm did. nervous. I'm so scared. You and like, that. you guys are like, fuck no. Like and secretly you're doing and this. not so secretly. We're like, yeah. no, you're, yeah. you're getting a mic. We're like, okay, buddy. Sure, Jan. And, <laughs> sure, sure, and Jan. like one of the things our Seattle Jesus dude, like his stuff really inspired me too. And like, yeah. I'm not religious at all, but like he talked about like, opening your soul up to opportunities and taking risks and like even if it scares the shit out of you like fucking do it and yeah. so that's yep. what i'm doing and, and your roots here don't yes. you're growing you're not yes. trimming you're not yeah. you're a not tree, cutting a tree grows up away from its roots but it a, never leaves them behind the corn. a corn yeah Damn, a corn stock give me chills <laughs> and a corn is always popping so and, to to end things for my last episode i think that we're gonna do a for now last episode cleanser. for now yeah. last episode yeah. for now for the year 2019 yeah last right. episode for our palate cleanser to get away from heavy shit so we yeah can come on cleanse my palate corn let's just cleanse our palate so we me. can go and celebrate downtown with a local haunt the hummingbird and eat their delicious beer cheese we sometimes. need it beer we cheese. always do this to ourselves we we've it. talked about this before bill who was a previous host who was replaced by adam <laughs> is severely lactose and lactose intolerant, intolerant. I, I feel like we haven't mentioned it in a while. I don't remember. Billiam, if you're listening, mentioning it in lactose intolerance. Yeah, Bill, can't even think about dairy. Bill, don't think he, about dairy. Oh no, he's shat himself. <laughs> it's done. He's gone. Sorry, <laughs> he's, buddy. He's done it. <laughs> yeah. So, so what are we all right, doing bring for it, bring it, bring it. So it. I figured we should do a holiday-themed sort of BuzzFeed <laughs> quiz. Ooh. You know, stay on brand with yes. the holiday-themedness um, as we do. So this is this holiday quiz will reveal if you were naughty or nice this year. Ooh. Oh. So I'm gonna send it to all Happy. y'all. This will be like, okay, good, good. You are mediocre. Is what I'm gonna get. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna Mine's get. like, <laughs> you're gonna be single forever, which is for some reason the BuzzFeed result. Mine's just gonna <laughs> say you've been not. <laughs> Mine's you've like not. you're getting married in twenty. Years yeah. and I'm like, well, this isn't even the quiz I took. <laughs> <laughs> okay, looks you, like you I'm guys, a chocolate bagel. You guys got it. I got it. A chocolate bagel. A chocolate <laughs> I was gonna bagel. say croissant, but all I, right. 
So we will share we will share a link on the Twitter of to course, this quiz because we so want to know. Take it. There are going to be so many links with this one. Yeah. So sorry, everyone. We want to know um, if you're naughty. God, I hate this. We want to know. There's a typo in the title and it's killing me. What is it? This holiday quiz will reveal if you weir. If you weir, nice this year. Yes. Wow. Yes. I just click take play quiz because I just don't care. Uh, Good so job, Tony. W- contributor. Question one, everybody. What photo puts you in a Christmas mood? And we're going to have to just hope that you We'll guys- let you know. There's one so, like yeah. candy canes and pine cones and- uh, a Lights. And we, then We've got cookies. a Christmas tree. We've got ho, ho, ho cookies. Ayo. Mm-hmm. And then we've like got a, a reindeer. Close yeah. up on a Christmas it's a cork, tree. It's but a it's like a reindeer. It's like a, you know, country Christmas. Yeah. I'm going on that ho, ho, ho life. That's I'm not telling I'm you guys that I You know what? I am too because you know why? I'm all about the Christmas cookie. Oh, that's I'm why. All about, yeah. I'm all about Martin and I share an affinity for that sugar cookie. I'm all about my ho ho hoes. Hey, I'm not telling uh, you guys what. I or at least my ho hoes. Uh, next oh, question: yeah. Which of these would you want for Christmas? Um, Mac products, dry cleaning, a puppy, dry cleaning. or on fire money? It's, cl- it's like a foggy. Oh. It's like it's like <laughs> it literally, literally is like you've stolen someone's <laughs> earbuds. It's dry cleaning. You're well, burning your mom's like, money or whatever. It looks like and the dog might be on fire too. A fog dog. I, I'm gonna go. Like I'm gonna go for the fire. money on fire because fuck capitalism. Yeah. But dude, oh, <laughs> I think that mean you're buying a bunch of stuff. But I want we, a puppy. I'm yes. I want woof woof. I, I do too. We almost got a studio puppy. Today. I want a puppy. Yeah, almost. Okay, which cookie would you make? Uh, a peanut butter blossom. Oh wait, make a, which are also known a, as uh, black eyed Susans. Oh, East Coast thing. Black eyed Susans. Okay. Black eyed Susan. I didn't know either until my. It's probably got. Some the, horrible the, roots the and like some. Me told me that. Uh, the second one is a gingerbread gingerbread person. man. Gingerbread person. Yeah, he doesn't have a penis, <laughs> but he's got a pee. He does. Have oh a yeah. Pee. <laughs> All right, For maybe penis. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, there's a. I don't know what this is. That a snickerdoodle? I think like that's some kind of like weird vegan oat cookie. Yeah. yeah. It literally <laughs> weird <laughs> vegan oat. Cookie. Sarah, that like is so true. It literally looks like a vegan oat mush. No offense. I I've been eating a lot of vegan. I've been cooking vegan lately. Oh, all the offense. Your cookies are awful vegans stop trying I haven't tried to bake them so I don't know but vegan food I've made some pretty dope ass vegan food lately I'm, I'm only now proud. coming around to the vegan today meats today I made a bunch of vegan I made vegan <clears throat> mushroom gravy today it was beautiful vegan mushroom gravy it was Isn't that so redundant? good I've and I made these amazing uh, mm. greens with a lemon tahini sauce they're Sorry. so good <laughs> so yeah I uh, don't feel bad. And then the fourth one is it's uh, a whoopie pie situation. I'm going for the PB chocolate. You know, I didn't read the names of the cookies. They didn't put the names. That's the problem. Oh, you oh so yeah. So I went I went whoopie pie. Yeah, I'm going gingerbread. What would you wear on Christmas? Any of those four ladies. Basically, it's like oh, I hate you. You're the worst. Okay, you are either apparently outside on Christmas. It's like a beanie with a. Why are you wearing winter clothing in? Inside. Yeah. You're wearing a Santa hat. Well, I think she's outside. I think she's outside and she's got a cup of uh, bright leggings and a bright dress. Like Christmas PJs. Or for some reason, overalls Overalls. sweater. Who's wearing overalls on Christmas? I don't know. She seems very uncomfortable clutching and badly wrapped present. Fuck family. I don't know. I want to hang out with the two ladies in the pajamas. Yeah, no. Jammy vibes only. We're doing it. I'd be wearing the Christmas hat. That's the Santa hat. I'm like, yeah, that girl's got my vibes. Uh huh. 
What are you most insecure oh. about? Oh, God. <laughs> your personality, your looks, your height, or your voice. Well, I, there I, is it can't not be a, our voices because weight? we're all, we all you're saying, it's me, like, <laughs> You're like, wait. There's not a these need are for new. Yeah. Not not these are new. Their personality. Oh. No, that's, or maybe yeah. looks. I, I'm going to go with looks just because like, I, I've come to terms. I'm going to go with all of these. Or maybe my height because if I was taller than Oh, you are perfectly heighted. Your height is personality. I'm going I'm abrasive. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going you with my personality. Yeah, I'm most I insecure everybody. about it. Looks. I'm going with looks because my personality yeah. is a goddamn right. treat. Same, we're it's perfect. Like, we are perfect yeah. in every way. What is what? the best trait about you? Oh no, this is horrible. We kindness. All, we should all select for one another. These are these are your four options. <laughs> That'd be so funny if we could kindness, switch. Kindness, kindness, humor, loyal, or caring. The I, best trait about you. I'm I am with, all four of these. I'm things. with yeah. humor because I suck at all these others, but I make you bitch laugh. Um, that's <laughs> That's not that's true, not Sarah. True. You are yeah. incredibly loyal. You and care caring. so actually too much, yeah. and you're very kind to to the sacrifice of your own. I have successfully fooled self. you all. I am not <laughs> kindness. You almost selected uh, me. <laughs> I, so I want. I, I feel like I'm funny. Um, yes, I, I'm glad that you I feel that way. I think your suit's loyal. Like I am oh, ride or die. Loyal. Ride or die. I am ride or die. Ride or die. I, I am. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, going yeah. with ride or die I like for it. Troy. I was trying to decide if I'm if it's the humor for me, but I think I also I'm doubling on loyal. I could see that you're loyal. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, That's vibes. I, I get say, the vibes. I say you're go, loyal go to your Massachusetts. Like, if I tried to vibe check you, we'd still be friends. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, that's oh, fine. Still mine. I pay oh. attention to the music. Yeah, but you're not loyal. You're leaving me hanging. There, there we go. Okay, well, what what you're happens to when me. you don't want any of this? Pick a Christmas right. aesthetic. So Hanukkah. We, we've got. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Christmas. We've okay. got Christmas packages. We've got some jingle balls Aye. or jingle bells. A little glow. We've got some globe. ornament balls, and then the snow. All right, Ooh. I'm going with the snow. I'm, I'm going with uh, the snow. I want the presents. Yeah, me too. I want some presents. It makes me just feel, I love, yeah. I don't even give a shit if there's actually stuff in there. If someone just wrapped empty boxes and put them under a tree, I'd be like, this is so beautiful. Oh, one time a neighbor came over to our That's house. and for you. <laughs> a neighbor yep. came over to my house and wrapped all of my mother's things that she already owned. <laughs> but like a hundred of them. Like wow. all of it. That's yeah. too many. And she was opening up. She's like, oh, great. Now this is just garbage that I have to take off of my stuff. Yeah. Thank you. I have to throw this out. Choose oh. a Christmas movie. Ooh. Done and the done. Grinch, a Christmas Carol, Home Alone, or Elf? Elf. Elf. I got I to gotta write in the Hebrew hammer here. Ah. Like, Shabbat Shalom, motherfuckers. This is Christmas. All right. Yeah. The Grinch is obviously your choice. It's a great choice. Christmas movie. <laughs> Yep, all right, good. so now what? Oh, I, oh okay, that's oh, it. Good. Literally, that's it. all I got was nice. I'm nice. nice. Me too. We're Just all nice. nice. Looks ah. like you've made it on the nice list. Let's keep it that way. Well, yeah. you know what? Yeah, that was really it. disappointing. You know, sir or madam, no you don't tell me. me what to do. Also, like I thought that if I chose ho ho ho, that would like default list me as naughty right. naughty. No, I, I have a naughty suspicion. Trotty. Like who who this here is, a sex is the positive quiz? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It sex is. positive. All right, quiz for sex positive. Yes, you know, Tony. Um, gonna say disappoint. Yeah, I was just not mad. More like, more like just dis- disappoint. No, like, yeah, yeah, not more mad. like disappoint, Tony. Disappointing. Yeah. That's your real name, Tony. That's your name. Everyone in the comments is nice. So. Oh. Well, <laughs> I, I, I do I think believe. Tony might have messed up. Tony, I think or Tony just loves everyone so it's much. It's Tony yes. with an I, so yeah, I have to Tony. presume that it is, yeah. Uh, gender free, I will say. Disappointing. Your icon of uh, Patrick. Patrick from Sponge Pants Square Bob. <laughs> That's it. No likey. Is mayonnaise an instrument? Uh, Guys, I'm still, <laughs> yeah. I'm still looking at these at these souvganiot. They are 
to die I hate for. You. We're gonna post we gotta all shut these. it down. Literally, we're gonna we post are. All these. Honestly, any we questions? Are. Any we, questions? Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Hey, Corner, love you. Love you guys. Congratulations. Love you. Thank you for being oh, amazing. Thank you guys for tuning in. Tune in next time. We're gonna be talking with, uh, I believe it's Ash Leon. Who has oh, I hope so. Really yes, we got a back. Yeah, we got a back to yeah. talk about his work, talking about uh, whiteness, hip hop, and queerness. And he lectured on this in London. And I'm so excited to talk to him about this. This is a fascinating topic. And he's just a super interesting person. Identifies as non-binary. Uses he and pronouns. Super cool. Amazing person. So yep. excited. Tune in to listen to that interview. Listen to our previous episodes where we have some amazing interviews that go down. Some links to his um, uh, work. Yes, yeah. we've got links yeah. to people's work. Like We've got a ton of stuff. So go check out all of our stuff. Read our actual descriptions because we actually put shit in there for you guys to look at. Also got to give out, got to give major props to Jamil, uh, Seattle Jesus, who recently won a local filmmaking yes. competition. Hey, Adam, oh. we talked about that when you weren't here. Oh. Sorry, Fuck sorry. you. I was equally as excited. Can I give him a shout out too? Yeah. Yes, you may. I drove him yes, home the fine. other day. But at I this was just juncture, as excited the second time it, to hear about it. It mm-hmm. may not be about you at this point particular moment if Jesus is the reason for the season no I'm just (laughs) corn is the reason for my season I think he's saying Mm. it's better left to corn oh and I think that's how we're gonna end this because this episode we decided it was better left to corn any questions okay bye bye Bye. Bye. I want that shirt so I I really yes we could go And I could tell you things and make you feel out of sight. I'll keep you high, at least I'll try. I'll never lie without you by my side. I'll be the shining image of a perfect boy. I had you from the ugly world outside. So you can see That I'm a perfect bastard Pull out your chair Comb your hair You taste the run tonight To my touch, tell me, girl, you are right. You sit the while, I like the way you sort of dances upon your lips. I pull your hair, and you won't care. My hands are on your hips. I'll keep you high, at least I'll try. I'll never lie without you, lie without you by my side. I'll be the shining image of a perfect boy I'll hide you from the ugly world outside So you can see That I'm a perfect bastard
Dude.